Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Check one, two. You're on mic four. Hopefully I won't blow my ears out. Welcome to a Blummel edition of Off the Rails. Feels it, like forever. I know. It does feel like forever. Uh, what a show. That was awesome, by the way. Thanks to Matt and Jeff for coming in. Yeah, that was cool. That was really cool. Um I I know Matt obviously I met him first. I would say I'm probably closer with Jeff because I see him at least you know twice a week. He's sure. a, he's a funny dude. He it, and it's really cool to see someone doing something that they truly love, which is just nice and unusual because most people hate what they do. Most people hate their lives, and you can just tell when Jeff is teaching that that is where he's supposed to be and yeah. that is what he loves to do. So it's really cool. I definitely want to get them in to do more stuff. Um, I would like to take more classes myself. Unfortunately, I, f- I think the, the like intro classes that they offer on the days I'm not there are, I think they start at 6 a.m. That's I, a little early. And I got something to do at 6 a.m. Like what? Tell dick jokes to these folks. Oh. You know? Make jokes about uh, dicks and, and cunts and things like that that people need to hear. And maybe, you know, some, some current events and things. But sure. for the most part, it's just, you know, telling people what they want to hear. Eight one three ninety Bubba. Um, but I am excited for this weekend. We got a lot going on. Before we talk about anything, I need to give a huge thank you, and hopefully I can say this word. Precision. I, I was having some issues with it. Precision laser John mm-hmm. um really did me a solid yesterday. I really, really appreciate it, John. Um, I don't want to tell you exactly what he did because it was part of a gift, which I will be presenting to my friend tomorrow. Correct. So I took some I, footage yep. of it. Go ahead. I was just gonna say that. Yeah, we both took footage of um, yep. what he helped us with, but I didn't want to post it because my friend follows. She might be listening right now, and I don't want to spoil the surprise because it's, it's a present, and presents are supposed to be gifts, mm-hmm. and they're supposed to be surprises. So um, tomorrow I'll post the the video of what Precision John was working on for me, but I really appreciated it, and I kind of yeah, fucked awesome. it up because I was supposed to buy something else, and I bought it something else. <laughs> made it harder. I made it harder for everybody, and um, but I appreciate it. It turned out better than I could have expected and what I initially ordered that unfortunately was undeliverable apparently right um this is actually way better than what I initially yeah, ordered really cool. so I really appreciate it uh Florida Stanley right that's him Kyle that is correct ten dollars cash hundred bucks to the first person that gives Tampa Terry a two-week ban from here as well Okay, cool. Thank okay, you. Okay, so that. does like do I give him my private PayPal or <laughs> yeah. how does that work? How does that work for that? Um, a lot of things going on. It's going to be a fun weekend. We got Easter at the Diacos, which I feel like if you're going to do Easter, you got to do it with the Diacos because they Hell go yeah. big. They go bigger. They go home. You know I what I mean? So. I hope it's pretty big. I hope it's big. I hope we get some. Uh, I'm not saying necessarily some footage, like roll tape or anything, but get some content as far as stories and interactions, yeah. and maybe I'll meet Daddy Joe. I've never met Daddy Joe. No, I met him one time, and it's been a long time ago. Okay, yeah. I mean, he seems to be like a legend. Mm-hmm. 
you know, from his loins, we have the Diaco clan and the and the Dan, the greatness that is Dan, Jay, and Steve Diaco. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll meet meet them and and maybe just some uh, movers and shakers around towns and people that decided to pop in and 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 break bread and have a meal and we get to we get to talk to those people and get to know them and I just I just feel like shit's gonna go down. It's gonna be fun and I get to be there and all because because of uh, Krista Diaco and Steve Diaco and, and Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Thank you so Correct. much for dying for our sins. Appreciate you. Speaking of which, this is like what I did to you, I think. The website? See the website? Yeah. What is the website? Helpforgottenjews.org. <laughs> this um, is what I'd like to do. So I like to like, help forgotten Jews. So you called this number and they connected you with me? Is Correct. that it? Yeah. Well, it's Am a, I it's forgotten? A web, it's a website, but yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, there's also a toll-free number, apparently. $25 I, provides... Um, one survival food box. Okay, That's which what, is just bagels you. and locks. Appreciate it. Yes. Listen, I'm kind of trying to do a little keto, so let's let's try to do a keto oh, bagel no. or something like that. But thank you to Precision Laser John for helping me make this gift. Because here's the thing. Like, most people I don't care about, right? Mm-hmm. So, and, and I mean that, like, I'm like 60% kidding. But, for you know, when you have a gift you got to give, you go, oh, what do you get? You get a Amazon gift card. Right. And everyone's excited to get that. Which, by the way, is a great gift. It's a great fucking gift. And, yes. Mom, when you send them to me, I love them. Please keep sending them. And Dad, say, thank you yeah. very much. But when it's something like a special event, it's not even just like a birthday, but it's like one of my best friends of all time, one of the goats of my friends, is getting married and I am unable to attend her wedding. Um, she is kind of eloping and it was like an open invitation, like anybody that wants to come to Vegas, fucking right. get on a plane and we'll mm-hmm. see you there. And so obviously I was invited to that, but I, 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 there's too much going on. You know, sure. I, can't, I can't leave in the middle of the week. It's, it's like they're leaving on a Wednesday and getting mm-hmm. married on a Friday and it'd be really hard to do a show and then be in Vegas like three hours later. So um, unfortunately I can't go. So I just, this is like her bridal shower, wedding gift all wrapped up into one. And I didn't want to get her like, uh, like a fucking plant or something. Right. It's like a last minute a Home Depot purchase mm-hmm. from the nursery. I didn't want to do that. Home Depot gift cards are good too, by the way. Right. Maybe not to a bride. No, no. I'm just saying for me. For Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Um, So I wanted to get her something special and I'm, you know, feverishly looking on Amazon after my order, my, uh, you know, personalized order was, was canceled or mm-hmm. undeliverable. They're refunding me, but still, I just wanted the thing. Exactly. And I didn't want to, and I hate like bothering people. Like I didn't want to be like, Hey, can you do me a favor? I just wanted to get it silently, get the gift, give it to my friend, be done. But once that fell through, I was like, fuck, what am I going to do? And so I kind of threw a few ideas out there. Blitz was very instrumental in helping me get this to uh, Precision Laser John, mm-hmm. and and he got it done. And honestly, it's, it is so beautiful and, like, thoughtful yeah. and special and personalized. And it just made my heart really, really happy. So thank you to thank you to John. And thank you to Blitz for driving my ass all the way across <laughs> town. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, we got that. We got – so I got the bridal shower tomorrow. I got – we got Easter, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. But I would say besides the – the precision laser John high spot of yesterday. Um, something else happened okay. yesterday that you know about. We had dinner. Uh, we did have dinner, which was fabulous, by the way. Something but, we haven't had in a long time. Right. A salad. Salad. Which is actually one of my favorite things ever. Like so. eggs. Um, something happened yesterday where and I don't know if this happens with other people that are listening all 137 of you where someone incurs so much tragedy that it 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 passes the line of scrimmage from sad to funny because sure. at first when when bad things happen and they're like a little bad it's funny and then it gets sad then it gets like really sad sickness death but then when so much sickness and death happen, it then becomes funny. It has to become funny again. Mm-hmm. That's the salad. Yeah, it was beautiful. I know I'm on like a minute delay. Yeah, that's um, right. So was everybody else. So I was on, I, I look on Facebook to see whose birthday it is. Because usually I remember, but every once in a while there's someone I might forget that's in an outer orbit. You know, I reached out to my my friend who's in California. She lives in Sacramento. She's super liberal crazy. But we were very good friends in college. And I, you know, her birthday was a couple days ago, and I would not have remembered that had I not seen 
you know, the Facebook post. And, and I, right. I reached out to her. Hey, how are you doing? I know you have a kid. What's going on? You know, we don't talk politics anymore. We know better. Um, so I'm on there just to look at whose birthday it is and maybe some local events. And I see a post pop up from this girl. And I used to work with this girl at a, a tavern called Dooley's Tavern in Sterling Heights, Michigan. Um, Sterling Heights is... It's it's not a shithole, but it's like nowhere USA. Like who cares? Okay. There's like a you know, there's like a Best Buy and shit and there's some taverns and stuff, but it's there's nothing special about the town. It's not particularly horrifying, but nothing great. Anyways, I worked there probably for eight months before I got fired for stealing for stealing lettuce. We know the story. And I worked with a girl and I'm just gonna use her first name, which is fine. Her name was Melanie, okay? Melanie was she was young she was probably five six years younger than me I was like 27 she was maybe 20 21 something like that 22 and uh, Melanie had a had a child she had a child right outside of uh, high school I think she got pregnant like her probably her graduation night guys a asshole jerk off whatever I mean he's a kid too guys not in the kid's life all right fine so she has she has kid number one all right that's when I knew her then I moved to Florida. This was six years ago. Who cares? Which was, holy shit. Uh, tomorrow will be six years. Wow. Damn. Um, so Melanie has one kid, and that's when I knew her. And she was no longer with her uh, son's father. She met a new guy who also had a kid from a prior engagement. So they had this kind of cute, little white trash Michigan sort of young people with kids blended family, which sure. was like weirdly endearing i'm like okay she did it she's not just like the single mom it's like she's kind of got like a stepdaughter and that he had a daughter and she had a son and they had this like blended family and they take like christmas photos and i'm like okay that's like best case scenario yeah. you get pregnant as a teenager you have this kid the guy fucks off you find another guy who also has a kid who's about your age and you guys have this blended family together and you did fucking working it out it's great all right so she has this she meets this guy, and they, uh, they're together, and then they have two more children together, as you do, right? So now she has baby number one, and then she has so uh, two daughters together. Okay, great. Well, this guy ends up cheating on her after four or five years, and she makes she's very public about this sort of stuff. You know, I'm not a, I've never text her. I never call her or anything like that. I did know her somewhat well. We worked together probably four or five days a week for, you know, nine months. You get to know people. You talk. And they have this family, and uh, the family breaks apart. Now she's got three kids, two different dads. Okay, great. And I'm thinking, you know, she's probably not going to find anybody. She is 27 maybe now with three kids. She's just It's over for her. Wrong again, Anna. She meets a guy, and she uh, I feel like she traps them by getting pregnant. So she gets pregnant with baby number four now. And she meets this guy, love of her life. Apparently, everyone, everyone is the love of your life when you're from Michigan. You're white trash. Everyone is the love of your life. Okay, great. She meets this guy, now has baby number four, and is engaged to get married. About to get married. About to have Christmas. This was 2021. So fast forward now. Mm-hmm. It's almost present day. 2021. So she's got four kids, three different dads. Mm. You know, the middle guy, her ex-husband, who she married with the, the two in the middle, the two kids in the middle, she she married this guy and apparently he cheats on her. So I'm like, this is just, this girl has just the worst fucking luck. Well, it's about to get a lot worse, folks. Because, How can it get worse than cheating? Well, uh, the guy she's about to marry, who is, I think he was a machinist, whatever that means. He was, you know, I'm thinking, a, a, you know, day laborer. I, I, I'm guessing... You know, maybe not college educated, kind of run of the like uh, what you would expect when you say a guy from Michigan. It's this guy, right? Okay. No I problem mean, there. Title machinist is is more than just that, but okay. Okay, but I I don't know what he did. I think I saw a machine is somewhere okay. I, I, that could be anything from a machine that could be the frozen yogurt machine. I don't know what kind You're of right. machine it, it could was. be. You could put it could be you any want. machine. Um, you know, and, and people like, you know, that work at Subway, they call themselves sandwich artists. We don't know yeah. exactly what the bag, what the bad guy at the Publix is a package specialist. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. So when we say machinist, it was very vague. Anyways, right, right. Um, he drops dead. He dies. What? He, he, he dies. So she has guy number one, uh, has a kid. Guy number two, two more kids. Guy number three. I'm like, how is she meeting people that are okay and like willing to date someone that has, you know, an army of children mm-hmm. that they have to kind of adopt. 
So, but she finds this guy. I'm like, wow, she's really killing it. She gets pregnant with this kid, has the baby. The baby turns one. They're engaged. They're about to be married in like two months. And he fucking dies. Now, I see this and I'm like, holy shit. Now, the manager that we all worked with, we kind of had like a running joke about how this this chick keeps having babies and, you know, the worst luck. People keep cheating on her. I think her dad walked out and maybe killed himself. Who knows what's going on? Anyways, so guy number three takes a lick. This was in December and I, right before Christmas. And I'm like, oh, my God, how devastating. And I thought, should I reach out to her? And I go, eh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's the move. I'm just going to kind of sit back and, and see what happens. I think I still have her phone number, too. I could, I should have should have reached out to her. Anyways, so this happens. Um, and then probably like maybe two weeks later, like, it, like an aunt or grandparent dies because I remember seeing her in church again for some reason. So everyone's dying. And then yesterday... I was online, I'm on Facebook, and boom, pops up Melanie again. And when it says, like, at the bottom of a post, see more, I know a tragedy has occurred. Because it's about to be a long fucking post. Yeah, long. A long fucking post. So she says, I can't believe I have to say this again. Like, again? Did you start fucking, did you get pregnant and someone else? Like, did you kill somebody else? Well, yes, she did. She said, I can't believe I have to say this two times in four months, but my ex-husband, the the husband, the father of two of my children, the two middle children, he killed himself. And I'm like, you have got to be shitting me right now. This is unreal. Like, you just, every decision you make is the wrong one. Right. How are you working? She's like, I'm working full time. She said, I have 10 puppies. You have 10 dogs? Wait, what? Yes. She said she has 10 puppies, and I don't know if puppies is a euphemism for something, but I think it means baby dogs. And she said that she has a full-time job, she has 10 puppies, and she's a single mom with four kids. And whatever support she was obviously getting from the the guy that took a lick first, she doesn't have anymore. Mm-hmm. And now uh, the second guy is now taking a lick, and I, I think she was getting child support because they share ch- two children and he was working, as far as you I know. I think so. Now, I was talking with Blitz. Apparently, if this guy had life insurance or anything, it's it's not, it, it doesn't cover suicides. Usually not. Because then I guess more people would. And people that want to commit suicide would go get a life insurance right, policy. Right. And, and work the system. Yeah. So now she's left with four children, three of whom have dead dads. It just, see, I mean, and I, I messaged my manager. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And he's like, this is outrageous. And, you know, unfortunately, yes, yes, we were making light of the situation because we're going, dude, everything that this girl touches dies or gets fucked up or someone leaves. Like, everyone is dying. And, you know, he even made the joke, like, are we safe? Like, I was like, I don't know. I mean, Mm -hmm. I worked worked with her in a bar and, like... 2014, 15, I think I'm okay. uh, That might be close enough. But that was, I mean, we never hung out outside of work or anything. I mean, I'm really not a close friend. Thank God, not a family member. I'm I'm like, this chick is like a Kennedy, but with like no money, no fame, no power, but has the Kennedy curse. Everything she touches dies. So I think like, okay, and and again, some of these things aren't necessarily bad. Like she keeps having more kids, but it's like, you can't. Maybe get be together with a guy for like, you know, a year and try not to have a kid. Like, how does this? I feel like you're not planning this. Like, mm-hmm. you should know how this works by now. You've you've dealt with it three times in the past. I don't know what what do you think would be worse if it was an accident or if she's actually tr- like trying to have more kids. I don't know which is worse. Yeah, I don't know which is worse. Well, like, are you trying to make your lives like more miserable for yourself? Like, one kid fine, two kid fine, three kid. But again, if you're you know, under the age of 30, you're still working at a bar and you got four kids by three different dads. Like, maybe pump the brakes. Well, maybe she's looking for a good one. I don't know. I feel like that's just kind of her MO is like, that's how she traps guys. And now you, you better stay with me. You, you know, better be funny. committed. Like, I I hear about, well, I, I know of one or two as well, but like, I, you hear about people that are like this, though, but like, seem to have like all these tragedies and like they all have like multiple kids and multiple baby daddies and it's like drama seems to follow them or maybe yeah. they go find it but it's like not even 
some of it's fun drama. Like, you know, a guy cheating on you is devastating, but it's yeah. like no one's dead. Right. But when guys start taking licks, and boy, did did me and the manager, who keep in touch loosely and really only talk about her. Like, that's the only time we're mm-hmm. texting. We're like, did you see what's going on with Melanie this time? But, you know, we both did pretty in-depth investigation into the first one that died. Like, how did he die? Sure. 28-year-olds typically don't drop dead. That's weird. Yeah. What'd you, what'd you find out? I think it was an OD. Okay. I think he relapsed. I think of what I know because she she left little uh, Easter eggs for us. She'd say just because he was a user in the past, like oh, so. I'm okay. like, okay, he had a, he had an issue with drugs. My guess is that he took what he was taking before he went to rehab. Mm. That's how a lot of people die. Yeah. You know, you got to scale back. Right. You got to. I mean, and I don't want to say this is going to sound insensitive. Is it? But come on. Like, even I know if I take a week off the gym, I can't be going back lifting what I was lifting when I was crazy? going, like, every day, every other day. It, your your body adjusts to the current quickly. situation very quickly. Right. so quick. Yeah, very quickly. I mean, even if I don't work out for, like, it doesn't even have to be a week, four days off, me coming back, I'm like, is this my first day hmm. at the gym? What the fuck? Even I know I can't go as hard as I would usually go, my body's just not ready for it. It's not conditioned for it. So if you take a few years off drugs, and surely if you're a drug user and abuser, you go to rehab, they tell you, hey, you know, if if you re, I'm sure they say, listen, like, we don't want you to relapse, but if you do, take it slow. Mm-hmm. Build up like you did at the beginning, you know? Don't try to rush into things. Right. Don't try to rush into getting re-addicted it's gonna happen in its time like you're gonna get addicted just fine like you did the first time yeah trust me your body knows how to get addicted to this shit pills or i would guess if i were to venture a guess i would say it's it's probably heroin because that's pretty popular in michigan Mm -hmm. i i worked with a few x that's in quotes Drug addicts, when I was in Michigan, people who had been to rehab a few times, and they looked like it, boy, does that age you? I I met a guy, I don't even remember his name, maybe it was Jeff, I can't remember, but I was at a a country club, and he was like just a server server like me, and I thought he was like in his mid-30s, he was maybe a year and a half older than me, Mm -hmm. and one day he told me his whole saga about um, going to rehab and, you know getting addicted to stuff i think he originally was on some sort of pills that were prescribed but when he couldn't get those he'd quickly turn to heroin and it's plentiful Mm. in detroit michigan plentiful yeah i would like i've known people that i'm like hey you look like really old like oh no he's only 30 but he works outside well later finds out he's probably all on drugs and stuff yeah or working outside can do that too Mm. sometimes yes yeah i usually find out it's not the working outside that does it though yeah, maybe in conjunction with drinking, uh, you okay. know, drinking, smoking uh, cigarettes will certainly age well, you. And probably yeah. smoking anything will age you if you do it a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I- I've known people that don't age well mm-hmm. and they look like they're, I'm like, oh, is that guy, is he 45? And you right. find out, oh, he's 32. Oh, he's 32. Interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, but anyways, yeah, back to this chick. So she... She now has like she's she's like a double widowed before the age of thirty four <laughs> kids ten poppies My like God. I'm like are you are we living in Narnia what the fuck is going on how do you have ten poppies like maybe that's not even before you had right. all these dead husbands but you know the crazy part yeah is uh she'll find a date by like a week and like within like a week or two yeah she'll and find you, some dude I'm like what the hell you and I were joking about this we're like could you imagine that first date yeah having to hey, explain everything what you been up to. Oh, I'm glad you asked. Mm-hmm. Everyone and everything I touch dies. Right. Great. And I have four kids and now 10 puppies. 10 puppies, and, yeah. a full-time job. So I got I got plenty so how, of time so for So how love. about a second date? Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, that's how I feel like when, that's that's like the Michigan that I know, you know? And I liked sense. the fact that I worked where I worked with the people I worked with because you really got to see like homegrown fucking shit, people with drug problems, people who lived in the fucking hood. I remember this one guy that I worked with, um, he was telling me where he lived. We worked at some, like, ritzy, uh, I worked at several different, what do you call them, uh, country clubs. Okay. And he worked with, he was just like um, uh, what you, like a busboy sort of a thing. 
And he told me where he lived, and I went, oh, shit. He's like, yeah. And he was this black guy, and they gave me, he gave me a lot of information about what it's like to live in the hood. And oddly enough, he told me that I would be safer than him in the hood. And I was like, what? Wouldn't people just think I had money or something because I'm white? And he's like, no. People would think that if they fucked with me, that the cops would come Mm -hmm. because I'm white is what he told me. He said, but like if something happens in the hood with like blacks or, you know, gang, whoever lives there, then the cops kind of just stay out of it is what he told me. And Mm. I I mean, I don't know because I I didn't live that life, but I just said, okay. he said, said you would you'd probably be safer than than me. And I was like, oh, interesting. Okay. So I, I, I learned a lot about people. You know, I met black people, I met white people, I met people who were addicted to drugs, people went to rehab, people who had uh, 40 kids. Like, I, I really saw it all. It was great. I met cops who um, who were undercover cops. I mean, they told me that they were, you know, did that sort of thing. And I think I've 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 told it on this program. Yeah, yeah but, I believe so. Yeah, one of them was like... Uh, actually there was two of them there that night that I was working and, and, and I would talk and we'd joke around and as a bartender, you, you get to know the patrons and you know, they, they begin to trust you and, and confide in you and things that they probably shouldn't tell you. And one of them looked at the other and said, you know, should we, should we show her? Cause I think I was asking quite, cause you know, you guys know me that are listening. I'm like, what's the fucking craziest shit you've ever yeah, seen? You put your lab coat on. Absolutely. I put my little glasses on, my notepad, and I'm I'm ready to ask some fucking questions. Let's let's dive deep. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what's the what's the fucking craziest thing? Because they were kind of giving me little bits, of, like little Easter eggs, a little bit. They were saying, you know, oh yeah, we had this drug bust, and this crazy crazy person pulled a gun on us, and then we had to do this, and we we karate chopped them in the face, like whatever. Even if they're lies, I don't care. They're entertaining. Sure. And when you're at a at a at a bar and it's like 4 p.m. and no one's there, you're you're just looking for any source of entertainment to you know because you're just tired of pretending to look busy and wipe down the counter, wipe down the bar. So he's telling me, and then one of them, cop A turns to cop B and is like, "Should should we show her the picture?" I'm like, "What picture?" He goes, "Ah, eh, we took a picture. Maybe we shouldn't take him." And maybe taking a picture that you don't take on your personal phone, you know, this isn't for the personal records. Maybe this is what you should have sent to, uh, you know, the police department. And maybe they did, but they also sent it to themselves as well. Yeah, got to have a copy just in case. Absolutely. Things happen. You need backups. So I go, what is it? And uh, they look at each other and I go, "Is is it a dead body? And he looks at me and goes, well, it's actually, it's two dead bodies. Hmm. They went Okay, is it like is it gruesome? And he said, said no. You know, I I don't want to see shit where people are like maimed and stabbed. Like that's not my jam. Right, right. That's not like oh cool. I'm like oh fuck. He's like no, they're intact. And I was like okay. I'm like I think I can handle it. And he's like all right. And he shows me this picture, and it's uh it's a girl just blowing a guy. But what was interesting about this couple is that they were dead. Oh, so he didn't finish. Maybe. Who knows? Um, and, of course, my first question, I've said this before, is, you know, who died first? Right. Was it a guy getting a... Because you're not going to die at the exact same second. That's, like, you know... Pretty much impossible. Logically impossible. The same, it's like, nanosecond. Mm-hmm. Someone's got to die first. So I'm like, what would be worse? Getting a blowjob from a dead chick or blowing a dead guy? I feel like maybe blowing a dead guy is a little bit... Yeah. More grotesque? Probably. Yeah. So those were the questions. They go, it was it was the same time. And of course, I'm like, you know me. I'm like, no, no, it wasn't the same time. They didn't die the same second. He goes, well, we don't know. They died or they OD'd around the same time. I'm like, well, you know what? I'm glad they died doing what they loved. Drugs and, you know, cock, whatever. Listen, if that's, if you were going to die, it'd probably be best you died while getting a blowjob. That's what's sure, sending not? you to the other side. Is the blow you relax and you fall asleep and you just don't you don't wake up? Sounds good to me. Yeah, I would do that. Why not? Yeah. Well, anyways, the, yeah. So I worked at that bar with this chick, and now she's made another announcement blitz that I so, haven't told you about. Oh no! This morning at it was probably about eight fifteen this morning. I we went to break and I checked on Facebook. Oh, oh, it's still is, did Kyle give another ten dollars? Why aren't the Diaco tanks white? Oh, right. Yeah. 
That might be nice. Maybe for the next one. We'll see. Um, there's been another development in this never-ending twist and, and turn of a story. I can't wait to hear it. She's chosen this moment, Blitz, to tell us that one of her hmm, children, daughters, okay. is trans. How how old is this kid? Six. Wait. Um. So she's now chosen. Now, this was one of the biological, can I use that? Biological girls that she had with the guy that just killed himself. Okay. And I don't even think that guy knew. And mm. it seems to me that maybe that guy was, maybe he was a little bit on the conservative end of things. Like, he didn't want his daughter to be a his son, right? Okay. Now that guy's out of the way. She's like, I think it's time to come out of the closet that, I'm going to just use the kid's name because you guys don't know, that Jolene wants to be Joe. Mm. And they cut her hair off. It's spiky. And she looks like a boy because she's a pretty pubescent child. Sure. And... But what was a little bit weird was the the pronouns were off. What do you mean? Usually you'd say, my child is going to go by he, him now. Okay. That makes sense. But because she's from Michigan and she's stupid, she was, she was, call, she was calling the kid he, she. Wait, he what? He slash she. I'm like that's a derogatory char- term. Yeah, that's yeah, that's like call the, someone a he she. That's the last thing you want to call them. <laughs> well, she's like, please be respectful of he she. What? Sort of fucking god. Oh my god! And I'm reading this, and I'm like, you mean he him? Because it was a it was a girl. Now it wa- now the kid wants to be a boy. Fine, whatever. Now, right. as far as I know, they're not doing any. Sort not even of- like he her. No. He, she. He, her. No, not he, he, she is a derogatory way of doing all of it. Or her, him, or something that's anything, anything but he, she. Right. And, but she's saying it with so much love and compassion. Of course, she doesn't know any better. Right, because she's stupid. So she's like, please show Jolene slash Joe slash he, she. She said he, she. I'm like, that's you. That's not the right. No. And she's like, if anybody can't support he, she, and what our family has chosen, then please, like, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all sort of a thing. Okay. And I'm just like, could you pick a less opportune moment right. to have your child? Do you need more attention? For the track, and again, having a trans child isn't a tragedy. I'm not saying no. that, but I mean it's kind of a heavy, a heavy deal for a child to come out. And it seems like the kid, I could, Im- I know lots of girls that kind of go by boy nicknames, or or like for example, like I knew a girl named Samantha who goes by Sam. Okay, uh, Ed Kelly, 1999, on a TT night night. But yes, I did. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Um, you know, there are many moments to maybe talk about something like this. I think maybe the day after her dad commits suicide is maybe not the time. Probably not. Because it was her dad that killed himself. And then the day after he dies or she decides to tell us, I think it happened on the 11th and she told us yesterday that was the, what, the 14th. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the uh, the day after the announcement of his death that he has killed himself, in which way I don't know. And yes, I will be investigating it. Have to. Um, she decides to say that our child that we shared and it she was kind of throwing jabs because she was like, you know, Sean was hesitant. Who's the guy that killed himself? Sean was hesitant about, you know, the changes in our family. But kind of now that he's out of the way. He, she can live as, as he, she pleases. What? And then, and that's when she decided, she said yesterday, they literally the guy dies and she goes and takes this kid to get her, his hair cut, cut, cut the hair off. Yeah, that's weird. So, I mean, I just don't understand how much attention a single person needs between 10 puppies, two dead husbands, four kids by three different dads and a and one is trans. And, and I'm sure one will have some sort of learning disability 
Uh, what else can we do? I mean, how many of the of the checks do we need to mark off for this person? It's just getting it's getting ridiculous. It's getting to be a circus. And I can't help but uh, like it's fucked up that I'm like even kind of laughing, but it's like kind of like, what hope the it, hell? like in a way you're like, I hope it gets worse. It's gallows humor because you're just like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And now you're and again, not that having a trans kid is a disability or anything, but it's like oh. uh, it's a heavy thing. To have, and it's like, dude, sure. what if the kid just is a tomboy? Like now you're, now he's a he she. Like the kid's six, man. I, he doesn't like, fucking know. I thought no, I was a lesbian until like last year. It turns out I'm not. Turns out I like, I don't know, Enos. Who knew? But I thought I, I, I thought I was gay. I thought I I was confused when I was like 11, which was five years older than this kid. I I thought I was gay. I asked my dad about. It. He's like, you're not gay, but he didn't know. And my parents thought I may be gay because I was a tom. I was kind of a tomboy. Mm-hmm. But, like, not an athletic one. I was just butchy. You know oh, I mean? great. That's the best kind, let me tell you. Like, I wasn't. Like, my kid has no talent, but, yeah. you know, she. Uh... I was like, they're trying to make me into a ballet dancer, and I had a pot belly, and I was butch. And they're like, you're going to wear tights. And I'm like, I don't want to wear tights. Mom was like, you're wearing fucking tights. And then I tried on a costume. And if my mom's listening, like, no shade. It's funny now. And it wasn't really not that disturbing as a child because whatever. My mom my mom sold it well. She's like, I wear a girdle. So I tried on this uh, dance costume. Mm-hmm. And dance costumes are typically, you know, like Lycra, spandex. They're, of course. They, they're snug. You know, they uh, you, people are aware. You know, ballerinas wear the tutus and leotards and you do jazz. You're typically not wearing an oversized shirt with basketball shorts. Mm-hmm. You want something form-fitting that stretches, but form-fitting. Now, for the skinny kids, that was like, that was, you know, those were their glory days. It was great because they, you know, not that they were trying to show off their body, but there was nothing they needed to hide. It was like, yeah, you're a kid. You're skinny. That's what. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But for people like me who had a... Um, a metabolism that worked like a 40-year-old man, you know, whatever I touched, it, you know. That's hot. I never, right, exactly. It, I never had like a crazy high metabolism. I've always been very, you know, food environment sensitive. I could never just eat what I wanted and be skinny. I had to like work at being fit, which is why I started, you know, lifting weights at 12, <laughs> which is crazy, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I I I did a dance recital and we, or we were getting ready for one. And we try on this costume, and my mom goes, how about we get you a girdle? And I said, uh, Gertie? She's like, no, not the pig. Oh. A girdle. Gertie! <laughs> a girdle. And I'm like, what's that? She's like, oh, it's like, Let me it show feels you. really good. really cool. She's like, they're really cool. She's like, oh, it's great. It's like really kind of like tight underwear, but it just, it just makes you feel really like tight and like good. She, and my mom's like, I wear one. And I'm like, I've never seen you wear one. She's like, I wear it. And I'm like, okay. My mom, had a, my mom had a great body. My mom still has a great body. Mom's never wanna wear, worn a girdle a day in her fucking life. That bitch was a liar. But she sold it well. So I said, all right. And she said, listen, a lot of the girls wear it. Trust me. I'm like, okay. So I was like 11. And um, I remember putting on this girdle. And it's like, you know, it's like granny panties. They come up here. Yeah, squeeze you in. Squeeze you nice and t- not where you can't breathe, but where it's just, it's like shapewear, you mm-hmm. know, which usually women who have had several children, maybe in their 30s and 40s wear, not 11-year-old girls. But hey, whatever. If it works, it works. I have a question. Yeah. Who told you you didn't sh- need to shave your knees? Also my mom. Awesome. Also my mom. Yeah. Just, you, you know, sometimes it leads you down the wrong path. Listen, parents yeah. don't know everything you learn. That Do you they think don't. she was just like trying to trying to rib you your whole young life? You know what? Do you think like, do you think you walked out of the house and she <laughs> making- was like, guess what I just told Anna? <laughs> I told her I wear a girdle. She needs to. And then the next day, she's like, then I told her she didn't need to shave her knees. Have you seen her knees? <laughs> you know, I never thought my mom was really funny, but maybe she's the funniest prankster of all time. That's it. Yes. She I was never just pulling knew. ribs on you your entire My young entire life. childhood. I had no clue. I honestly, like, never put those dots together. But, yeah, that's a great point, Blitz. She's, uh... She's been ribbing me my whole fucking life. <laughs> Started with the girdle. Shave it, not shaving the knees because apparently that you're not supposed to. So I just I I just walked in with like super like smooth calves and a fringe on my knee, like a fringe of black hair. Disgusting, <laughs> just atrocious. But my mom was like, "You just don't you don't do that." But I learned very quickly that that's not you are supposed to say, shave your knees. You you actually are.
Um, but yeah, so I, I put on this girdle. I'm so great about the girdle. It's like, yeah, you remember those like squeeze toys where you squeeze one end and it comes out the other like the fluid? Yes. But it's like a plastic toy. Yeah. That's how my, that's how your body works too. Right. So when, you know, I, I, when you're fat, when you squeeze it, it doesn't just disappear. It, it pops up in other areas. So I had like a big bubble on top and a, and like kind of like a, like a muffin top, but under my ass. But flat stomach. Fucking looked like I had a six-pack. Okay. It was great. Well, it might be worth it. Yeah, so I wore a girdle. Um, Gertie. Gertie. Uh, the, the, the hairy knees. I was just, a, I was a gem of a kid. But back to me and my gender identity mm-hmm. is I remember pretty vividly, I think it was in about sixth grade or so, 11, you're in puberty, and you're confused about everything, but a lot about who you are, what you're about, your interests, what's cool, what's not cool. I mean, everything. I mean, if you think I'm paranoid now, you should have seen me going through puberty. It was a oh, fucking nightmare. No. It was an absolute disaster. Imagine. It was fucking horrible. It honestly was probably one of the worst times of my life because you're just everything upsets you. Your emotions are all over the place, like more than usual. You don't know why you're feeling. I developed a lot earlier than everybody else. So I'm just like this. I'm like. I felt like a lummy and everybody else is built like, you know, a petite little and I'm just like this big ogre, right. you know, and I have tits and I refuse to wear a bra because I was in denial that I had tits, you know, now people are wanting me to get bigger tits. Then I was tits McGee. Yeah. I was the one with the fucking Diacos in fifth grade. Oh, I was 10 years old with fucking huge tits. Walking around, you can see my nipples what am I popping do out. With these huge tits. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running. I'm refusing to. My mom's like, "You need to wear a sports bra." I'm like, "I don't have tits." She's like, "What are you talking about?" I can see your nipples through that black gildan right now. Right. But I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about because you're in fucking denial. You just pretended like they weren't there. Right. Exactly. But I remember vividly in sixth grade, I saw a girl and I I registered that girl as an attractive girl. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. like, that's a pretty person. And as a child and one that didn't have a filter or like just would talk to my dad pretty much about everything. I was like, dad, um, I, I saw a girl today at school and he's like, Oh God. You told, so you're, this is (laughs) something you actually said. Yes. Yes. We were in the car and I'm like, dad, I just got a question. Cause I'm just kidding. At least I knew I had good insight. I knew I was confused, and people are supposed to be confused at my age. You so didn't I knew have that. good insight. You scared the crap out of your dad. But I had good insight to know that it wasn't definitive. Like if you're confused, it could just be because you're confused. Okay. Do you know what I mean? It's not like I was like I am gay or I'm trans. I was like I'm confused. Can you help me out? Yeah. Can you program this out of me? Yeah. Or well, I was just like, do? what's going on? I'm like, does this mean? So what basically what happened was I saw a girl at school. Right. And I, she was attractive, and I was like, I thought I that may, might be gay because I was I registered her as attractive. Mm-hmm. So not that I was like sexually attracted to her, but I noticed that she was pretty. And then because I registered her as pretty, I thought, does that mean that I like girls and women? Like I didn't know. I right. didn't know the formula. Mm-hmm. I just thought I I just noticed it, and I hadn't noticed it before. Like, and I, I think what it was is more let no not attraction, but like envy. And okay. like, like not jealousy where I wanted to hurt or anything, right. but like, I wish I looked like that. Gotcha. And that having like a fondness, even though it was jealousy, was like a fondness. Like, oh, I wish I looked like that. She's so beautiful. Then I went, oh shit, I probably want to fuck her. Oh shit, I'm gay. You know, not that that's a problem, but when you're 11 and you're confused and you don't really have access to, you know, mm. the internet, not that you need it at that age, but you know, to reach out to other 11 year olds who are gay, you're just like, oh shit, I guess I'm just... I guess I'm gay. I didn't know. So right. I just, I knew that I was confused and I didn't know the formula. I didn't come out and say, hey, dad, I'm gay. Go, dad, if if A plus B equals C, like, am I gay? Like, I didn't know. Sure. I didn't know the formula. So I, I asked my dad, I go, hey, dad, like, uh, riddle me this. I saw a girl at school today. He goes, okay. And I go, she was really, really pretty. Like, I wish I was as pretty as her. And he's like, Okay, and I go. Well, I noticed that she's pretty. Does that mean that I'm get that I like girls? My dad's like, no, because no. he could t- he could tell that I didn't want it to happen, so he just went along with whatever, gotcha. you know. Because it, it wasn't like I like girls. It was like uh, I was like. 
terrified. Like, oh shit, I'm like weirder than everyone. Not that being gay is weird, but you understand when you're 11. It's yeah, in your mind, because you 90s. don't know any different. Yeah, you're, it's the 90s, and you're yeah. just like, oh shit, this is atypical. Everybody's getting like their first little boyfriend, and here I am thinking, you know, you Sarah Jones is hot. Right. So I'm like, oh fuck, what am I going to do? So my dad's like, no, no. Um, but then he reported to my mom. He's like, yo, our kid just asked me if she's fucking gay. And uh, my mom's like, uh, we're going to love her no matter what. That's what That was my mom's response because she she thought I was might be gay because I wanted to shop in the boys' department and I wanted to, like, I dressed like a boy. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I never cut my hair off, but I'd wear boys' clothes. I'd wear boys' shorts um, and, and shirts for sure because I just wanted them, like, really baggy and kind of, like, masculine. Um, but I ended up, and again, not that this is a good or bad story, just it is what it is, but I ended up femming, femming out a little bit. Puberty started rough, but then it helped me out. It gave me a shape. You know, I wasn't just, it's weird, you know, and and I'm sure you guys see it that have kids, you know, one summer you look like a potato and then the next summer I had like a, like a feminine, Mm -hmm. like more mature body. And I remember my mom telling me, like, oh, you have, like, you got a, you got a little body on you. I'm like, oh, okay. Because she's like, because last year you're, you're, you know, you were a rusted yeah, potato. You were hideous last you're year. You're fucking gross. You had a girdle. Yeah. You had a girdle. You had hairy knees. Like, what's wrong with you? Right. Now, now you're shaving the whole fucking leg. <laughs> you know, you're, you're more, you got a more A-line shape to you. Yeah. yeah. You're not shaped like just a giant grape. You're, you're doing good, oh kid. I'm like, fuck yeah, mom. So, um... Yeah, I just feel like if I was confused at 11 and, you know, and this was just my gen, this was not even gender identity. This was just like my sexual, like I might be attracted. Gender identity, I feel like goes even deeper because it's not like who you're attracted to. It's who am I? It's more of like a Descartes. I think therefore I am more of like an existential crisis of identity, you know, versus like I think I like girls or I think I like boys. Mm -hmm. So for her to draw these conclusions about her, her words, not mine, her he, she child, please respect my he, she. I'm like, that is the most disrespectful thing I you know. could say. But anywho. So, yeah. So I'm following this chick closely and I'm sure that you guys are all riveted by the story. The, um, you know, the Michigan princess, really. I mean, she really is. If Michigan uh, like was a person, it would be her. Makes sense. It would be her. And I'm just I'm proud to say that I know her. And um, I wish I knew her and Thank her 10 you, puppies. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Biden, okay. $20. Uh, what, what does that say? Say it out loud. Plaque you? Plaque you? Folk you. Oh, folk you. Oh, that's an H. I'm sorry. Guys, I, I need glasses desperately. I'm like, is this going to be a Mike Cox situation? I was, I Pretty was, much. Yeah, that's what I thought. Love that's Jay. cool. Might see him this weekend. Um, we're going to take a quick break right now, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Um, so please stay tuned for more.
And we're back. Time that well. Um, welcome back to Off the Rails. We're going to be with you for, uh, I don't know, a few more minutes, 10, 15, who knows where this goes. Um, before we do anything, Blitz, we got to talk about the biggest local news. Oh, yeah, what's that? Kevin Hazlett, who I had a dream about who's, yesterday. Who's Kevin Hazlett? Uh, a future congressman. Hello. Wasn't he here this week? Uh, in spirit, Yes. Yes, he was. Yeah, he was supposed to be in studio yesterday, but apparently he had, a, he had to film a commercial. He had to do just more important stuff than he us. Canceled us. He canceled us. He canceled on us. Listen, and that's fine. I'm okay as long as he still knows who I am and, and you know, I'm still connected to him in some way, then that's fine. He needs to do what he's got to do. Yeah, he uh, he sent you the same text in all of our different groups. Let's let, let's just focus on the positive here, okay? The Kevin Hazlett has it was raised a gif of a dong flinging around. He's like, "Hey, what do you think about this?" Right? Wasn't that? No, no, that did not happen. Oh, that was my text to you. Sorry. Yeah, that was your text to me. Get it straight. <laughs> send me black cocks and stuff. Kevin Hazlett doesn't send me black cocks. Kevin Hazlett raises seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in first quarter for CD or uh, what a county district? What is it? CD thirteen campaign. CD thirteen. Yeah, why does it say CD? What is that? Congressional district. Congressional district. Excuse me. But congrats to Kevin Hazlett for raising. Now I don't, I don't really know anything, so I'm like, that sounds like a shit ton of money to me. But in comparison to other people, I don't know. But it, it made the news, and because he sent it to me on three different text threads, I imagine that it's something positive. Yes, it's something good. It's he's he's a uh, you know ahead of the game, as they say, and I'm proud of him. And I'm and I'm excited for him. And I did have a dream about him where he got fucked up. He was like he was like drinking a lot. And I'm like, Kevin, you had two beers. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No, but he was like passed out on the couch. I'm like, Kevin, you got to get up. You got you got to be in Congress, buddy. <laughs> you got to get up. You got to be in Congress. <laughs> that was my dream. I'm like, Kevin, wake up. And he was like so drunk, and he had just like a fucking like half empty beer like on his chest. I'm like, you can't. I'm like, I'm like, Kevin. Kevin, you can't be breaking right now. You got to get up and this go. This is not a good luck. Get yeah, out, you got to Get out of the swivel chair. Get out of the swivel chair. Get out of the swivel chair, you lifeless piece of shit. So, but that's not what happened in real life. That was just in oh. my dream. The wires got crossed. You you dream about weird, funky shit sometimes. When your, your brain is dancing, just because you go to sleep, your brain's still very active. That happens. I didn't like seeing Kevin in that state. It was very uncomfortable. I'm like Kevin. I need you need to be on you know on call in case I get a DUI. You can't be drunk too. That can't happen. And he knows that. Yes, he knows that. And he's a very responsible man. He's um he's he will do great in Congress if he has the opportunity to get there. Which is why I am now a registered Republican. My grandmother is rolling around in her. Well, she's not because she's it was cremated. But um, you know you get the expression. Um, it was a diehard Democrat her whole life, and now her one of her only granddaughters is now a registered uh, Republican. A heathen. A heathen, if you will, yes. An atheist Republican heathen. Disgusting. Now, I am not you really— disgusting. I know, for many reasons. And I am not really a Republican at heart, I will admit that. I would say that I am of the libertarian philosophy uh, way of life. You know, do your thing. Mm-hmm. Don't tread on me, ho. That's how I feel about things. Right. What flag is that? The Gad, Great Gatsby flag. Thank you. Um, God's Den. I was close. <laughs> I was close. Um, but I need, I am in Kevin's congressional district, Florida 13. You absolutely are, right in the middle. I am right in the middle of it, and I will be voting on August 23rd, as everyone else should as well. But in order to, this is a closed primary election, meaning that if I am registered as anything but Republican, I cannot vote for Republican. So I went on whatever Florida, I'm a Republican now, gov, whatever. I went on all that website. It took me about five minutes to change my party affiliation. And you can, guess what? After you vote, you can change it right back. Yes, you can. Change it right back, which is what I'm going to do. So, but I just, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I got till August, no problem. But guess what? You're going to remember a fucking two days before the 20, election. Yeah, 29 days until the election, which you can't be do anything. August 21st, and it's going to mm-hmm. be like, oh, shit. Here I am campaigning for this guy and talking about him and saying, vote for my guy, and I can't even vote for him. That's BS. So I went, uh, this was, I think, on Monday. I went, I'm like, I remembered awesome. it, and I thought, 
just do it now. Like, exactly. what are you fucking waiting it, yeah, for? It, it, it's like sometimes I can see like people are like, hey, I don't want to do this and like it costs money. Or, like it's like a monthly fee and like I'm not gonna do it yet. So I'll push it back until I need it. Okay, I get that kind of. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it costs it's nothing. Free, it's, it's free. Yeah. It's free ninety nine. It's zero dollars to change your political affiliation to yep. update your uh, political status, whatever, or your address, whatever it may be. So it took me all of five minutes. And again, yeah, it's April, but it's one of those things that's gonna sneak up on you. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, when you're thinking about it again, you go, oh, shit, I don't This isn't because it's all just a process. You know, you can't yeah. just say I'm a Republican click. It's they send it to the fucking commissioner who fucking cares and they have to approve it and they get back to you and that sort of thing. So just make sure you get it done now. It crossed my mind. and I just thought, why am I not doing this right this fucking second? So I did it. it took me five minutes. And now I well, technically, whatever, I'll get probably get approved next week or something. I'll be technically a registered Republican, and then maybe on August 24th, after I cast my vote on the 23rd, I will change back to Libertarian. Speaking of which, Brad from Indy just sent $25 PayPal. And to answer your question, Brad, yes, I did get it. We have not posted them yet. Okay, great. Let me get back to this thing here. So yeah, so I just wanted to say uh, congratulations to Kevin Hazlett. He's working real hard. And, and and what's interesting is, you know, he's learning along the way, too. Absolutely. He's thinking he didn't know that this was an issue or that would be an issue. Because he's not or, a political insider. No, he's not a political insider. You know, he is a he's a he's a community insider and a political outsider. Mm-hmm. OK, and that's why you vote for our guy. So I'm just I'm so excited for him and I'm so proud of him. And the fact that he's just he's just he's a go getter, you know, not saying he is Elon Musk, but he's like he got an idea and he fucking rolls with it. And he might be a little scared or a little um, uncomfortable or anxious about it because he's, you know, not in his domain sphere of expertise. But he's learning along the way. And he's like, I think I can make a difference. I think what I say matters. A lot of people are feeling how I'm feeling but have no one to represent them. Mm -hmm. I'll do I'll be that guy. That's awesome. So uh, congrats to Kevin Hazlett on your uh, campaign. It's going amazingly. And we still have. Let's see. May, June, July, uh, we have four months to go. So he's got four months to raise more money and spread awareness and all that jazz. So make sure if you're in um, Florida District 13, make sure you're a registered Republican. Basically, if you're, if you're basically in Pinellas County and other than the very north part. Yeah. Yeah. So. Make sure. And again, like, who fucking cares? Like, I was thinking, I'm like, I can't believe I'm a Republican. I'm like, who fucking cares? Yeah, it doesn't matter. It literally doesn't matter. You don't have to do anything. It just no. allows me to vote for Kevin Hazlett. So I will Correct. do that. You know, whatever. Who cares? Doesn't doesn't matter. It's not like you have to go through this. If you're, you know, you want to become a Jew or a Christian, you have to go through all this training. Baptism. And, right. And, baptism yeah, or a no. mikvah or all this sort of shit. You just, you go, I'm a, I'm a Republican. It's the easiest change yep. ever. You and don't then, have to take any hormones. You don't have to change any pronouns. You just go, I'm Republican for right now. Mm-hmm. So there we go. Who I did have a quick question. You mentioned Elon Musk a second ago. What do you, what do you think about him with this Twitter stuff? Um, I just think it's an awesome troll job. It's just, I love the fact. What's, he, what do you think his end game is? Just to fuck with people. Do you think he actually wants control over Twitter? No, I don't think so. I don't think he's going to do it. I think he, cause he, he just, he'll say, I have an idea. And then people are like, he's doing it. It's like, he just made a tweet or something. You know what I mean? He's just, but what I love, and I remember first hearing this um, from actually Dan Bilzerian, Mm -hmm. and he's like, I, he was the first one that I heard express it this way. Obviously, other people have said it as well. And we know Dan Bilzerian is like this playboy guy who has these like hot, you know, Rolodex of women who they're porn stars or models or whatever. And they live with him until they hit, you know, 23 and a half and then they got to leave and the new hotties come in. Um, but he was on Howard Stern and I remember listening to the interview and he goes, you know, the best thing about money isn't, you know, all of the cars and the tanks and the yachts and the vacations. It's just the freedom. Mm -hmm. You can do whatever you want. You're not beholden to anybody. You're not afraid that you're going to lose your job. So you're placating to your boss or corporate America and you, you know, you're not making certain tweets, for example, you know, because you don't want to get in trouble. You don't want you know, your your company to fire you or something like that. He goes, I can do whatever the fuck I want to do when I want to do it because I'm rich and it's my money. Mm-hmm. I'm making it myself. He's an entrepreneur or whatever. However, he made his money poker. And, you know, I, I know he was a trust fund kid because yeah, of his dad time, yeah. and stuff. I know. And I know he's from Tampa, this area. So, Correct. But whatever, the money's his now and he can just do whatever he wants with it. And he just said, money is freedom. 
And I'm just like, that's awesome. Like, I mean, obviously it's true, but I always thought it was to buy stuff. But to him, it was absolute freedom and not having to worry about placating other people and playing by their rules. Now, I hear he's kind of an asshole, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. He's earned that right to be an asshole because he can just do whatever the fuck he wants to do. I don't know if I'd say earned, but okay, whatever. Earned and whatever. He's acquired. He has the right to be. I don't know if he earned it. Okay. Yeah. I would say partially earned, partially given, partially just fucking luck. Whatever the case may be, he has it. He's acquired it. And now it's his and he can do whatever the fuck he wants with it. Yep. So um, I feel like Elon Musk is on that level, but times a a thousand, obviously, because he's the richest man in the world. He did earn it. Yes. Absolutely. Um, and obviously a lot of it is, is luck. A lot of it is, you know, if he came, imagine if he had a dad that beat the shit out of him and, and called him stupid, like where would he be? So a lot of it is he came from like, you know, a, probably a good home and a supportive family mm-hmm. and went to the right schools and had the drive. And I, I think he's also a little bit, I think that the, the politically correct term is neural atypical. I think that's a nice way of okay. saying he's maybe on the spectrum. I think that's what people sure. say now. Okay. He's a little neural atypical. Um, and so all those things combined uh, it was just put him in the position where he's just this incredible, you know, entrepreneur, uh, businessman. He hires the right people. He has the right mindset in terms of who he wants to hire. He's like, you don't have to have a Harvard degree. You know, if you're ambitious and you have like a, you know, um, a resume of things that you've created and you're driven by whatever, like that's fucking awesome. Like mm-hmm. I'll hire you on my team. You don't have to have an MBA, like whatever that sort of thinking I think sets him above the rest. But the fact that he can just do what I'm the point I'm trying to get at is he's got just all of the money in the world, literally. So he can just do whatever he wants and troll whoever he wants. He has the freedom to do it and he's not beholden to anybody. Correct. I'm so, just, yeah, he could just, he could say, I'm going to buy Twitter. And then the next week be like, just kidding. And I mean, who else has that kind of sway where he's like, Bitcoin's awesome. And then it fucking just goes up. Uh, right. So here's the thing is he spent a ton of money buying the shares he has. They instantly go up because they see he's the one doing it. So he just essentially makes more money you, for himself. Did you read what he wrote the board or the president of no, Twitter recently? No, what did he you say? Know, so he offered them, he offered to buy all outstanding shares of Twitter. Yeah. Which which would be like what over forty forty billion dollars forty three billion it was either forty five or fifty four I don't okay. remember something I don't I don't yeah. remember but um or per share is what he it's forty five or fifty four dollars a share or something but like ten billion dollars more than the company's worth now okay so but he he basically said in there if you don't sell me the company then I'm gonna uh, think about selling my shares which would like make all the shares go way down right. so he's like threatening Tank them. the company. Yeah. He, that's what he basically gets to play like corporate god, which is so it's awesome. Hilarious. It's hilarious and awesome because he is like big tech, but he hates big tech. Yes. He, like he hates the corporate like elitism, corporatism, that whole like globalist um infrastructure. He is like the antichrist of that, despite the fact that he's in that game, which is so beautiful because he's at the top, right? He's the richest person on the planet, and he's trolling all of these people who are like, no, you got to do it this way and that way and play by the rules. People who are more like a Jeff Bezos, Mm -hmm. where they're just like, I'm a rich guy. I'm going to do cool shit. People are going to give me heat because I'm a rich guy, but whatever. I play by the rules. I'm politically in line with you know, what big tech wants me to say and wants me to talk about and the, and the points they want me to make. Elon Musk is like, fuck that. You don't want to get a, a, a vaccine? Don't get one. Like, this is stuff that's like crazy, but he's he can say it because he's in the game of like big corporate tech. So well, he, just awesome. He made an official offer like through the SEC to buy all outstanding shares. So that wasn't like, he. Well, I don't know if he, he probably can still say, oh, no, no, I'm just kidding. But he's what, like, what is the SEC? The uh, Stock Exchange Commission. Oh, okay. Or Securities and Exchange Commission. So it's sorry. like a, a formal um, like request or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty, pretty fucking cool. He's just, a, he seems, just, despite him being a little bit odd, which you kind of have to be in order to do what he's doing and, you know, has done, has accomplished, you have to be a little bit of an oddball, but he's cool as fuck. And he keeps like messing with people on twitter like he's on there all the time now yeah you and you could tell he gets like he just gets a big kick out of it like i think he i forget who he was talking to 
maybe it was Rogan. I know he's been on, I think, twice, but when Rogan, like, presses him on some stuff, he gets this little, like, kind of cute, cheeky smile. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he, he likes messing with people oh, because yeah. he can't. You know, I feel like growing up, he was probably a nerd and people were messing with him. And I know he went bald when he was like 16. Mm -hmm. And I mean, he's not bald now because he got the money to fix it. But he was probably bullied as a kid. And now he's able to bully like uh, the the globalists, the the most powerful people on the planet. He's fucking the one he's a part of that. He's a part. I mean, he's one of the big boys. He's in there. But it's just awesome. Uh, Bright Farm 1999. Thank you very much. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. Good for Elon Musk. Good for him. I'm trying to think about well, anything Twitter's else. Twitter's supposed to like, they're going to do the poison pill, but they're going to, it's going to, this could be kind of funny actually. It should be it's interesting good, to it's see. A, it's it's going to be a good follow. Yes. It's going to be a good follow. Much like I'll be following my, my person from Michigan. Uh, you guys should be following Elon Musk because it's a, it's a good, it's a good follow. Is that coming through? Mm, I don't hear anything. Me neither. It's there. What are you looking? We trying to do play a song? Yeah. Oh, I know what's going on. I know what's going on. I'll so play. So why you're not on the right CD thing? It's on CD three. No, I know what I know what I'm on. It was the end of the last song. That's what gotcha. the problem was, and it was fading out. Um, guys, thank you so much for for listening. For all of the 193 people still watching, appreciate you. Well, that's just on YouTube. We that's just on B-A-R, YouTube. We got Facebook. I'm so sorry. That's correct. I'm just I'm on the tubes. Um, I'm not on the Facebook. But thank you to everybody that's watching. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. If you believe in Jesus Christ, which you should, our Lord and Savior, I hope you have a wonderful Easter. No, you can still not believe and have a wonderful Easter. Absolutely, but I mean the people who really take it to heart. But people like me who just want to have a good a good meal and and break bread with the Diacos and friends. I hope they have ham. They'll probably have ham. That seems to be like a an Easter uh, staple. A staple, yeah, right? Yeah, usually is. So yeah, I'll, I'll be, be ha- I'll be happy with what. And listen, if you don't celebrate Easter, like like like, let's say have a great Sunday. Who fucking cares? Right. Have nice a wonderful out. weekend. Um, I think it's probably going to be pretty good weather locally. Warm, but yeah, it'd be nice. All right, it'd be nice. All right, guys, have a wonderful weekend. We will see you Monday morning, as always, at 6 a.m. Till then, we'll see you later. Have fun. Blitz, thank you very much for all that you do. Appreciate you. Absolutely. My thank spouse. You. My spouse. Give it up for my spouse, Peace. everybody. My spouse. All right. Bye, guys. See you later.